Happy Halloween. This is Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars, keeping you up to date with everything going on in BYU sports. We are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks again for joining us on a Halloween edition of the show. A lot to get to like normal. Some more good news on the BYU basketball recruiting front with Richie Saunders' commitment yesterday to the BYU basketball program. You'll hear from him. I'll also give you some of my thoughts on the sharpshooting guard joining the Cougars in the upcoming recruiting class. We'll also catch up with BYU running backs coach A.J. Stewart. Talk about guys like Sione Finau who really emerged lately and could take on a bigger and bigger role down the stretch of this season. And of course we'll catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news as well as talking a little bit about Halloween and my candy power rankings. We'll get to all of that on today's edition of Locked On Cougars brought to you by our title sponsor Deseret First Credit Union as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll talk about both of those companies as this podcast rolls on. With that, let's get to it. This is Locked on Cougars for October 31st, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And thanks again for taking the time to download the show on Halloween. Hope for you guys' holiday. Whenever you hear this is going great. I'm not a guy who really likes to dress up, but I do enjoy the candy aspect of Halloween. I love handing out candy to the kids who come around in my neighborhood. And if you guys want to stop by, let me know. You can DM me. I'll give you my address. You can bring your kids by. I love that part of Halloween. And hopefully you guys are all having a great holiday. Um, Some fantastic news coming out for BYU basketball yesterday, of course, was the announcement by Richie Saunders, a guard from Wasatch Academy in Mount Pleasant, Utah, that he'll be joining the BYU basketball program as a member of the 2020 recruiting class. Saunders is a six foot five, 180 pound athlete, and his biggest strength is something I absolutely love, and he can hit the three with regularity. The guy is a sharp shooting guard, can launch it from anywhere on the court, and also also has requisite size you'd like to see at his position. Six foot five, you can't teach height in basketball. Not the biggest guy per se, but he'll add on some weight once again. Gets into a college weight program, playing for Mount Pleasant, not Mount Pleasant Academy, playing for Wasatch Academy in Mount Pleasant down there. Of course, they are an elite basketball program. Have put guys all over college basketball. Most recently, guys like Caleb Lohner committing to the University of Utah. Maddie Sissoko, a guy that BYU is chasing, committing to Michigan State. But Richie Saunders, listed as a three-star prospect according to the twenty-four-seven Sports composite rate. I know that three star is a little misleading when it comes to Saunders because he is like, I'm talking just point, point something away from being a four-star prospect. An elite shooting prospect, and I think it's a fantastic pickup for Mark Pope and his staff. There was some concern that he may pick Utah State or Creighton, two of the other schools in his final three. 
and uh, snub BYU, but ultimately his heart led him to pick the Cougars. And like I said, I think this is a fantastic pickup for BYU. He joins Salt Lake Community College guard slash forward Spencer Johnson as the two commits in the 2020 class for BYU. Of course, they've got a number of spots to fill. Seven seniors on this year's BYU basketball team. So going to be plenty of recruiting news to track with the BYU basketball program, more so than there has been in recent years because BYU has been so young in basketball for so long. They've had a number of transfers each year, so it felt like they just kept turning over the roster without graduation. So this year, recruiting going to be at a premium for Mark Pope and his staff to restock the roster after these seven seniors depart. But a guy like Richie Saunders is a fantastic pickup. Um, He mentioned yesterday when he was talking to some of the media that went down to Mount Pleasant to cover his commitment ceremony about getting Fremont star Dallin Hall to join him. I would be surprised if Dallin Hall didn't uh, sign with BYU. Another sharpshooting prospect for the Fremont Silver Wolves up there in northern Utah, up in Plain City. But I think Richie Saunders is exactly what you want to see in a BYU shooting guard slash point guard. Six foot five, like I mentioned, very tall, long athlete. He's playing for an elite high school club right now in Wasatch Academy. He plays with top guys each and every day in practice. And he's going to go on a mission before he joins the BYU basketball program. But be assured, when he does join BYU, you're getting a guy who will give you everything he's got. A kid who grew up in Riverton, Utah, played for the Silver Wolves as well before transferring to Wasatch Academy. I think this is a fantastic addition for the BYU basketball program. Good friend of the podcast, Sean Walker, he's on regularly with me as a uh, guest host. He was down in Mount Pleasant, had a chance to catch up with Richie Saunders to talk about his commitment and sent me some of that audio. So here you go. Richie Saunders in his own words on why he decided to pick BYU right here on Locked on Cougars. And I believe in their program, and I believe in Coach Pope. They, they've been so good to me, and just I, I envision, envision myself there. Same with all three, but at BYU, I can see myself playing. It feels so good. Like it really, it really just an unbelievable thing. What was it about Coach Pope specifically that really struck out to you? Because he's obviously a new guy, brand new in Provo, but he, he, it seems like he made a pretty good connection with you in, in a pretty short amount of time there. Yeah. If you've ever met Coach Pope, you, you know you know what I'm saying, how he's just he's so personable and he, he's so enthusiastic and passionate about what he does. So that's I wanted to I wanted to play for him and continue on the energy. I love the energy. And I, just, I wanted to be a part of it. How recent was it that, that you kind of made up your mind? Have you contacted Coach Pope yet? Or? Yeah. yeah, it was recently. Um, super recent, like where I just just hit me where it's just the right place. I had I had an amazing visit at, at all three of the places. Like, <laughs> unbelievable people. Um, and so it made it that much harder. But, you know, I just recently is when I, when I finally just, in my heart, said, like, that's the place. Where do you see yourself? kind of in that BYU basketball program because I know you play a lot of two guard here but are you are you more of a point up there or, or can you play kind of on the wing of the three 
here. Where do you kind of see yourself as a Division One basketball player? Um, you know, I, I want to be able to handle the ball as a point guard, but shooting guard is that's what I love. Um, being a playmaker, and that's one thing that I believe I can improve my game in Happy with you. But I want I want to be behind my guy Dallin Hall, so I want him to be my be my point guard. So yeah, like I just I, I envision myself being a being a, a stretch one if that's what you call it, but one one or two. There you go, Richie Saunders. And like I said before we got to that interview, I think this is a great pickup. It's a treat. I know it's Halloween today, trick-or-treating, obviously. This is a massive, massive treat for BYU basketball fans because this kid is helping, I think, establish a little bit of a pipeline to Wasatch Academy for BYU. They're never going to pull all of the guys out of Wasatch Academy. Dave Evans, their head coach down there, they recruit internationally. They're a, they're a private school. They can recruit, so they go internationally. And if BYU can tap into one or two guys every recruiting class and get some of those guys out of Wasatch Academy... I think it would be a fantastic way to build up a little bit of a pipeline and restock the talent. But all the same, congratulations to Richie Saunders. And I think this is a fantastic, fantastic pickup for BYU basketball. Of course, uh, him going into his senior season of high school basketball and then going on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You won't see him in a BYU uniform for at least three seasons. But I think this is a big pickup for the Cougars. A guy who's going to come in and, at the very least, offer elite three-point shooting for the Cougars in his career. All right, we'll switch gears, talk some BYU football here in just a moment. Uh, I'm going to talk with A.J. Stewart, BYU running backs coach, a guy I love talking to, always thoughtful about his players. He talks a lot about Sione Finau as well as what he expects from Utah State this week. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, do need to take a minute and talk to you today, guys, about our title sponsor on this podcast. That is our good friends, as you most of you know, Deseret First Credit Union. Deseret First Credit Union, of course, shares a faith-based bond with its members, but they also celebrate the unique goals and passions of their individual members. They're asking right now in all of their advertising, what is your why? Whatever that why might be, have you thought about refinancing your home to save some money and help fund your passion project? Passion projects could range from, I want to finish my basement. I want to get more into woodworking. I want to go to more sporting events. I want to support the Cougars on the road. Speaking of BYU, whatever it is, guys, you can save some money by refinancing with Deseret First Credit Union and put money back in your pocket that allows you to chase that passion project. With no-cost refinancing from Deseret First, you can get locked into a low rate. Rates are still in the threes, guys. It's a great chance to get that low rate. You can do it for absolutely nothing and potentially save up to hundreds of dollars a month. Think about that, guys. A lot of money right back into your pocket can't beat it. The DFCU mortgage team will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, you're trying to buy your dream home, you've got investment properties, they will find the right situation, the right loan for you. Call them, 801-456-7070 or visit dfcu.com to apply in five minutes or less. Once again, that phone number, 801-456-7070. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required OAC, terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. All right, guys, let's talk some BYU football here. We're going to catch up with A.J. Stewart here in just a minute, talk some BYU running backs and what he expects from his position group going into this Utah State game. 
the good news is, is it appears that Sione Finau, at the running back position in particular, is emerging as a potential number one guy for BYU. It's not to say that he has the elite talent that I thought that Tyson Williams had. He doesn't necessarily have an elite overall skill set, but what he does is he does everything above or great, above average or great, and that's what sets him apart amongst these other running backs for BYU. Guys like Lopini Katoa, fantastic catching the ball out of the backfield, a tough runner in the middle, but doesn't do all of the things, the complete package that Sione Finau does all all around, and that's the good news uh, when it comes to Sione Finau is he's emerging now and has an opportunity to really state claim that, hey, I am one of the best prospects on BYU's roster, particularly at running back. A.J. Stewart talked about him, also talked about guys like Emmanuel Asupa, Lopini Katoa, and Jackson McChesney in my exclusive one-on-one conversation with him yesterday after practice. This is A.J. Stewart on Locked On Cougars. We saw Sione Finau break out against Boise State. What has he done since he came on campus to get to the point where he's at now he just works hard he's 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 the hardest working guy in his mind and he's gonna he wants to prove that he's the hardest working guy and I'm a firm believer that hard work pays off and and it does still take time but he's worked himself into this opportunity because of the work he's put in he loves football I mean he he looks like a kid out there at practice like a kid in the backyard just throwing the ball around to himself and it's really fun to watch and as a coach, it's really cool to see you know guys love the game in a way that you don't have to motivate them on a day-to-day basis. He has the internal motivation, and he works his butt off every single day. And so no surprise of the success he's had up to this point, and the, and the, the, the roof will just keep expanding, you know, and, and everybody will continue to see what he's capable of uh, the more he continues to have opportunities. How does his skill set differ from the other running backs in this group? Um I wouldn't say anything specific, but he he does a, he's a really he does a really good job. I'll say, in the open field, he has really good vision, um, and he he just has a really good knack for making a back shoulder cut, and um, you know just seeing the defense uh, be, see see what they're gonna what they're gonna do before they even do it, you know. And so, I think his vision is uh, is something that's allowed him to be successful, and um, just his ability to make a, an abrupt cut you know with his feet and and make a guy miss and so I think that's really uh, his his initial um, thing that stands out the most when you just watch his game does he compliment soup and Lopini pretty good here I think so I think so I think he he's a unique player in his in his own right he does things that um, are unique there's those things that I just alluded to previously and um, and so I think I think they all have their you know their strong suits and that's just something I, I believe your difference is what gives you value and um, and he does that he, he wants he wants it to be known that he he's willing to do whatever it takes to be on the field and um, I think when he gets an opportunity in practice to make a guy miss he shows that and um, he kind of takes pride in that. Was the bye week beneficial for a guy like Soup trying to get come off an injury here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Bye weeks is is great for everybody um, physically, mentally, um, getting more reps for guys who are healthy and, and for those guys that are a little bit banged up, just getting a little bit of rest, but also still taking a lot of mental reps and and so I feel like we got really uh, we, we took a lot of steps and everybody in our room took a lot of steps forward over the bye week and and um, just doing what they doing what they can to to prepare themselves for the remainder of the season. Air Force obviously last week ran rough shot over Utah State. I know they're a completely different offense, obviously, but that's something that your guys can look at and say, "Hey, we might have some opportunities here." Uh, honestly, we we don't look too much into the previous game. I mean, we're we're going to break down the film and, and see what they do and, and kind of get tendencies and all that. But 
college football, you see crazy things happen every week, and, and so you can't put too much stock on a previous game. You just you you get really more more so focus on you and prepare yourself for what you you think you're going to expect. But we don't feel better about our chances because of what happened, or or more nervous about a team depending on what happened the week before. You just got to go out and play the game, and every week's its own season in college football, and, and I think you see that every week with the upsets and things that you look on you know ESPN app and, and you say hey, what the heck how did that happen and, and so you can't take anything for granted um, and, and really each game is its own entity I want to ask you about Jackson McChesney we've seen his name kind of pop up and down that depth chart him coming off a mission what's he shown so far he's he's done a great job um he's put himself in a position to to have an opportunity um this year because of his honestly his intelligence his football iq is off the charts for for especially for a freshman and um he does a really good job at just learning um he doesn't take a lot of physical reps all the time but he takes does a great job of of taking mental reps and just preparing himself for his opportunity and so we'll we'll see some flashes of him at some point and he's working his way up and and focusing on you know just being the best version of himself for for when his opportunity presents itself but he's done a great job and um he comes to work every day man just focused and uh he loves to be coached hard he wants to know everything and that's that's why he's he's moved up coach thanks so much thank you there you go aj stewart byu running backs coach and i always enjoy talking to him and you heard him say you know what we can't count on utah state having the same type of a game that they did against air force where they got run run over roughshod well, BYU, I think, should have an opportunity to run the ball effectively. Of course, you need offensive linemen to do that. BYU is without four of their regular rotation guys against Boise State. The good news is, is in talking with people around the program, it sounds like Keanu Saliapaga should be back for this week's game at Utah State, so that should help bolster the right tackle position. Granted, Blake Freeland is a true freshman, played extremely well, I thought, for the most part, against Boise State, but Keanu Saliapaga trending the right way, and also in talking to some people. Tristan Hodge, a guy who's missed out the last few weeks, is on his way, working his way back into the rotation. I'm not sure necessarily that he'll start this week, but the good news is it looks like he will be back before the season ends. I think that's the positive news for BYU along the offensive line, and they should have some opportunities to run the ball this week, and here's hoping that guys like Sione Finau, Emmanuel Asupa, who sounds like he's getting healthier, are able to take advantage of that. Um, One other note for you guys in talking with some people around the BYU football program is to keep an eye on Lorenzo Fawatea's availability this week. Uh, of course, Fawatea, in my opinion, the second best defensive tackle slash nose guard BYU's got on the roster behind Kairos Tonga. Uh, I was told he picked up an injury earlier this week. Of course, we'll monitor that as we go forward and hopefully he's able to get on the field against Utah State and it's not a serious injury, but he did leave practice and never returned in talking with some people earlier on this week. And that'll bear watching to see if he is available to play against Utah State. All right, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news here in just a moment. Of course, also it's Halloween, and I'm going to give you guys my top five candies that I love during Halloween season. Of course, it's time of year when your kids get all sugared up and... As a parent, you become more acutely aware of what sugar does to your, does to your kids. But hey, it's a, it's a holiday that you can just kind of just throw it out the window and you you just deal with it. Anyways, we'll get to that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, we're gonna 
going to talk to you about one of the great companies here along the Wasatch Front, and that's our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, guys. Local company based right here in Utah, in Utah County in particular, but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front, even out into the Tooele and Wasatch County areas if you need pest control services. What I love about All Guard Pest Control is they offer you multiple options as a customer. They have a quarterly pest control program, which is awesome for people who don't ever want to see a pest and have the peace of mind knowing that no creepy crawly thing is going to come crawling out from under a box, etc. in their home. They will come out once every three months. Make sure you're taking care for that season's hot pests and your home has that barrier built around it. But they also offer one-time services. If you need one thing taken care of one time, they'll come out, treat it, and they're not going to make you sign a contract that requires them to come back. They're not going to give you that long-term contract be like, well, you know what? We're going to come back out. No, they'll take care of you the one time and they'll leave you be. That's what I love about Seth Baird and his team. Seth is the owner of All Guard Pest Control and a massive BYU fan to boot. Love this company, guys. Give them a call. They use the safest products in the industries, in the industry, excuse me, so you can be, know that they're using the products that'll be safe around your family and your pets. They're used in hospitals, restaurants, kennels, vets, and daycares. Don't need to be concerned about that. And of course, All Guard Pest Control, top of the top when it comes to their customer service. Online reviews are absolutely phenomenal. They do an incredible job. And of course, they also are the termite experts in Utah County as well. Give them a call if you need pest control services. I would highly recommend them. 801-851-1812 or go to allguardpestcontrols.com. Let Seth and his team know that Locked On Cougars and Jake Hatch sent you. They'll make sure you're taken care of, regardless of if you mention that or not. But it always helps when they mention that, hey, they heard you on Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for supporting All Guard Pest Control, a proud partner of Locked On Cougars. Give them a call, 801-851-1812, or go to allguardpestcontrols.com. As we close out today's edition of the podcast, hope you guys Halloween is great, regardless of when you're listening to this podcast. Hope you guys have fun with your family and friends. But we said uh, goodbye to one of the key figures behind the scenes at BYU yesterday, George Curtis, who spent 20 years as BYU's head athletic trainer, passed away early yesterday after dealing with multiple illnesses over a long period of time. Uh, Curtis, man, if you guys don't know who George Curtis is, like his influence on the BYU football program in particular, but BYU sports in general, I would encourage you to learn more about this. This man lived his faith, but also was just an elite and just a fantastic individual all the way around working for BYU from 1985 to 2005. So he spanned three different head coaches with Lavelle Edwards, Gary Croton, and the beginning of Bronco Mendenhall's tenure and did incredible work. He was inducted into the BYU Athletics Hall of Fame in 2009, just about a decade ago. He is survived by his wife, Jan, and their seven children, and he was preceded in death by a daughter. He is taking care of thousands of BYU athletes. The tributes, if you want to go online and look at these, BYUcougars.com has got one. I know Deseret News wrote some stuff. Sean Walker, our good friend, wrote a thing on KSL.com. There is nary a bad word to be said about George Curtis, a guy who lived his faith, was influential in many BYU athletes converting to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and always, always had time to help athletes get back into playing shape. That is one of the hallmarks of this man's life. He is a legend around BYU. And if you don't know more about him, I would read up more on what George Curtis did. The guy 
I can't say enough about some of the things I've heard about this man during my time covering BYU and even growing up. I just heard he was one of the greatest people around, and it's just it's absolutely incredible. It's just that's the biggest thing about it. All the tributes rolling in, uh, just all praiseworthy of this man and what he did in his life and we're going to miss a guy like George Curtis around BYU and want to issue our condolences to his family and friends after his passing but George Curtis man a true BYU legend a guy that worked in anonymity for the most part but also was one of the key figures a massively influential figure in BYU sports and the BYU football program in particular All right, uh, moving on to some other news and notes from today. Uh, BYU Women's Golf had a fantastic finish at the Rainbow Wahine Invitational yesterday. They shot a third round, 281, seven under on Wednesday to move up all the way up to second place at at the Rainbow Wahine Invitational there in Kapolei, Hawaii. Fantastic showing for BYU Women's Golf. Uh, Annie Haxwizik, I'm still struggling with that name. She finished tied for six at the two-under par alongside teammate Naomi Soifua, who was also two-under. Alicia May Mateo was one-over, tied for 13th, as BYU finished three strokes back of tournament winner Sacramento State. BYU as a team finished two-over par. That is a fantastic showing for the Cougars as they end their fall season. They get back into action in the spring prior to the WCC and NCAA postseason tournaments. They'll next compete at the Lambkin Invitation in early February. So congratulations to the women's golf program on finishing up fall with a fantastic showing over in the islands. One final note for you guys, if you're looking for something to do with your young ones tonight in terms of Halloween, BYU Athletics will have their Trunk or Treat. It's the fourth annual Trunk or Treat taking place in the parking lot between the Smith Fieldhouse and the Student Athlete Building. Should be a fun night from 5 to 7 p.m. this evening. BYU coaches, players, and administrators will all be there handing out candy. They always have a great time. I would encourage you guys, if you're looking for something to do, go down to BYU and enjoy this Trunk or Treat event. It's a great opportunity if you're trying to kind of rub shoulders with BYU athletes and coaches in a much more laid-back environment, this is a good chance to do that, guys. Once again, 5 to 7 p.m. tonight at uh, at the parking lot between the Smith Fieldhouse and the Student Athlete Building. They'll close that up and, of course, let you kind of mill around and talk with BYU athletes, coaches, and administrators. Now, the moment you guys have all been waiting for, Jake Hatch's candy power pole. (laughs) You're not waiting for that. Anyways, I love Halloween. I love candy. Great combination of the two. And here is here are my top five candies around Halloween. Coming in at number five, give me all of your Laffy Taffy. That's right. Laffy Taffy. It's not just for the jokes on the wrapper. I love Laffy Taffy. It's a childhood favorite of mine can't get enough of that coming in at number four Reese's Pieces I think a lot of people out there listening or maybe think Reese's Pieces should be a little bit higher but there are other treats I love I still love me some Reese's Pieces number three we're going to check in with our good friends at Reese's the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup number three in Jay Catch's book number two and this one's probably going to make a lot of people mad and let me know if you think I'm up in the night here Butterfingers. I love Butterfingers. I know they get stuck in your teeth and everything. I don't know why, but I've always enjoyed Butterfingers all growing up, and they're one of my favorites. They check in at number two. And my favorite candy around Halloween, number one, Snickers bars. 
Snicker bars make my world go round. I absolutely love them. But there you go, my top five in my candy power poll. Feel free to disagree. Reach out to the show. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. I look forward to you guys calling me out for my awful takes on candy, even though I'm right. Uh, so feel free to reach out. Also, you can drop us a note via email at LockedOnBYU at Gmail. Com. Thanks again for joining us for this Halloween edition of the podcast. Hopefully, you all have a great holiday. Back tomorrow, it is officially November. BYU getting ready to take on Utah State. Have a fantastic conversation in line with Mason Wake, a guy who uh, is an unsung hero, an unsung contributor to the BYU football program so far this season. You'll get to know him on tomorrow's edition of the podcast. Enjoy Halloween. Have a lot of fun. Get a lot of candy. And don't stay up too late with that sugar high. This has been Locked On Cougars for October 31st, 2019.